Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. In the studio with us now, Radhika Radhakrishnan, who is the chief financial officer for the F-17 Football Academy, and Shah Anis, who is a coach and head of TOTS for F-17. Very excited to have you here. <laughs> um, I'll start this off. Radhika, I read your story in the newspapers. It was absolutely fascinating. So it's soccer mom to soccer CFO. How did that journey happen for you? What happened? Okay, so um, I've been involved in my children. So I've got three boys, of which two of them, the first two actually play football and they've been playing since very young. So they started at three. So that's how I became a soccer mom. Being a very paranoid, typical soccer mom, <laughs> of being a typical mom, I want, yes, I wanted to be there at all times Fantastic. and every training yeah. and, Fantastic. you know, um, from tying laces to bringing water bottle and topping up <laughs> and cheering. So, yes, I was doing all the crazy stuff. But that's a good thing. That's a good yeah, thing. It, it's, it's nice. It's game and it's fun and it's outdoor. I enjoyed it. So, I used it as a reason to, to also be out in the field. Mm. And it continued for very long. And after some point of time, I got myself into the academy. As in, I got more involved with the coaches to know or learn about how they do things. Because I wanted, you know, because when I hear... When I'm back in the car after a training session and when my son says, uh, oh, no, coach say that you have to do this. And I'm like, no, why didn't you shoot? Why didn't you score? And he'll be like, no, mom, that's that's not the idea. I'll be like, football is supposed to score. And he'll be like, no, mom, that's not what coach said. I'm like, okay, I don't know what your coach is saying. So I'll just go and clarify with the coaches. And slowly I started understanding the whole learning process. And I'll be like, oh, okay, it's not just about shooting and scoring and there's so much into it, which my husband always tried to explain to me but I never got it right. uh, like, so no, you had no interest in soccer before this before your kids I got involved no I didn't understand soccer right. I was a mere fan watching just for scores but then in this over the journey where I saw my son evolving and learning lots of values um, in his trips that he goes when he went to um, Japan he came back a total different person he had this whole mm. respect thingy that he got into him, mm. which I never seen in him. And when he went to other countries, the skills that he picked up and values pick, that he picked up, right, started showing in his real life. Yeah. So Radhika, Radhika, when and how did you actually take over F-17? How, how, did, that, how did that happen? Okay, so my son has been in that academy for about four years and there was a new management changeover. So when the new management took over, the, the bosses actually called me and asked me that they know my background on finance. You're an accountant. It, yes, I was an accountant. I was doing group consolidation before. So they asked that um, they were looking at someone who, who had their money sense and who was passionate. And I was already known as the mom who's always there at all mm. trainings and full <laughs> and game. And she's like, I need someone like that to see every angle and run it. Will you be keen? Yeah. So that's how I came on. Great. Yes. And uh, we're speaking with Radhika Radhakrishnan, mm. who is the CFO of F-17 a Football Academy, and Shah Anis, the coach and head of TOTS for F-17. And Shah, you are directly working with the kids all the time now. And how did you come to become a soccer coach for these young kids? Uh, I started off just as a multi-sports coach, actually, mm. where I did like 12, up to 12 different sports. <laughs> and then here they are, F-17 Academy. They call in and just say like, hey, I got a job for you. Like, just be in charge of all these sixes billows. Yeah, and then they had a new idea of getting the TOTS program where they yeah. wanted basically specialised on two, three years old. 
so this is quite unusual in Singapore very, to have a program that's yeah. so young. Um, how, how did that come about, and what is what is it like to to coach those For real young two, ones? Three years old, basically, because um, nowadays parents usually just drop their kids and then they expect to like, okay, there you go, have fun. Like a there. babysitting service. Yeah, yeah. 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 But what we want to do is that we want to raise awareness there, like to get the parents to be the ones playing with them instead. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, they don't realize that they actually help the kid instead of like they just drop them in. If they were to be playing with them, they actually like Oh, so even that's more. what happens. The parents play with the kids. Oh, that's yes. fantastic. So yeah. there's that bond, there's forced bonding almost between <laughs> the kids and the Much parents. Much likely like that, yeah. That's how it should be. And Radhika, where did you get this idea from? Is it from you that you think the parents should be with their children during sports activities? No, actually the parents' involvement came from the coaching department, right. that, that it has to be there. But the idea of having to uh, run a program at a younger age, mm. because we used to have it from four years old, Kids generally uh, join football academies from four. But we realised that motor skills of kids have dropped now yeah. compared to uh, many years ago. Because is that right? Yes, oh, yes. Okay. Because now every kid is by two, you know, you're watching tablet or, right. or you're on your phone. And so, you know, not everyone actually goes out and play. Like, even if a baby one plus one and a half, they are already exposed to tablets and stuff. Mm. So they are not actually crawling and climbing and doing all the nonsense that mm. we used to do as Becoming kids. more sedentary. Yeah. Huh? Yes, correct. So, oh. so it actually has reduced physical movements for babies. So hmm. when kids have reduced movements at a very young age, it actually starts showing when they are five and six. So yeah. you can see the physical development has actually changed or evolved when we're looking at so many kids, right? That's a fantastic point. I never actually thought of yeah, that. I mean, lots, of, yeah. lots of parents will be driving their children to tuition, listening to this uh, right yeah. now, <laughs> perhaps not realising, as I didn't, that you're actually harming their motor skills. Yes, the motor skills is very bad actually now because if any parent goes and tries a balancing act, uh, stand in one leg, hop and whatsoever, you realise that in 10 kids, five kids are having trouble. Yeah. On our times, hmm. everyone yeah. could do it. Yeah. yeah. You do realise you're, you're actually mimicking and parroting Joseph Schooling's mother. No pressure, but she is sat in that <laughs> chair and sat with me privately and said exactly the same thing, that the more we use technology, the more we are taking away from our children's motor skills. So bearing that in mind, why do you think then, for yourself coaching this this TOTS program, which I believe is, if it's not the first in Singapore, it must be one of the first. Why is it so important? Basically, because for toddlers, what parents might may or may not know is that they actually plays a really big role in their motor skills movement. Like, instead of like getting them to just jump around, we have them to have obstacles. Mm. Whereas sometimes the parents will be even surprised, like, hey, my kids can do that. So basically, the program has made that like, the, the kids not going to be just independent by learning, but they're going to be engaging with their parents as well. It's like, whenever they do something right, and the parents cheer them on, it motivates them to do even more. Mm. Yeah, which is why, basically, we want that to happen more, Radhika, to get the bonding. Uh, I'm fascinated by your perspective on why. This is a point Glenn and I have made many times. Yeah. Why mm. it's important to have parental participation. Without making you all feel sorry for me, you know, my parents divorced when I was very young. And so I grew up playing football in, in what was then a very male-dominated world. So my mother was quite intimidated, so she rarely came. And I was the only kid whose parent never came. And you never forget that. So in your experience as that Tiger soccer mom, why is it so important to have parents support their children in sport? Okay, there's, there's two angles that I'd like to say. 
parents support one parents need to understand what is the real support that you need to give so the support that you need to give to the kid is just being there uh, motivating and encouraging no matter what the results or how bad the play is I think just being there and giving that assurance because somehow or other you have been their family. The person that they they want to depend on is you. So being there at the, at their falling point is very critical. Actually, the happiness part is, the, is you know, when they win and everything, mm. they, do, they don't really find for you. But whenever there's something goes wrong, mm. I think at this age when they are children or until they are teenagers, you know, to actually just make them feel assured, it's okay, I'm just at the back. Don't worry, go on, you know. So they will actually thrive more. They will try more. You know, they will they will try to um, do their best because they know that if they have done a mistake, it's all right. Because only as children, they can mis- make mistakes. Yeah. We're speaking with Radhika Radhakrishnan, who is the CFO of F17 Football Academy, and Shah Anis, the coach and head of TOTS for F17 Academy. And uh, Radhika, when, you know, we talk about this, parental involvement, which we all understand is so important. What are you seeing? Are you seeing a new generation of Singaporean parents who are maybe considering, you know what, sport and being outside and playing is actually more important than maybe we've been giving it uh, attention to it in recent years? And Shaw, I know you've seen this too with the kids, the young kids, but are you seeing that there's really maybe a shift in the way some of the younger Singaporean parents are thinking about getting their kids out and getting them exercise like this? From a young age? Yes, I think in between maybe five years ago, it would not have been. Everyone was actually very academic driven. Mm. But uh, the minute the whole gadget thingy, the eyesight, the focus and everything have started affecting because the results have started showing in kids. Yeah. Uh, perhaps uh, 7 to 14, you can see, start seeing the effects. Mm. So everyone have realised what, what damage it has done. So there is this forced play. So even when a kid doesn't want to play now, there are a lot of parents who wants to bring them out. Because you don't want them to be in a sheltered place. You want them to be playing in a place where it's a free air, you see greenery, it affects, you know, it's, it's air, on your yeah, eyesight, yeah, yeah. it's fresh air. Yeah. So it, it, it has uh, brought a greater and bigger understanding on younger parents as well. And you can prove that statistically. I think your numbers have grown, right, since you've taken over it's CFO. What are your numbers now compared to how so they were? So we started with 150 and we're at 500 now in the one and a half years. Are you yes. kidding? Yes. That's that's massive, massive entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. What a great story that is. And and are you where are you where are you doing the courses? Is it? We have three locations. Three locations. Yes, yeah. uh, but our biggest center is at SUTD at Tampines. Yeah. Oh, in Tampines. Yeah. Yes. Well, oh, that's a big uh, a big new campus out there. It's beautiful. It's yeah. Yeah. The the facility is fantastic. Yeah. It has a track, so parents we want parents to be involved. So when the kids train, the parents can be doing their running and stuff uh, also on the tracks. Uh, can I just good. ask because yeah. uh, I'm fascinated listening to your story. You know, you're such a confident, driven woman. But people may forget when you say F17, listeners may not realise that you're talking about Fandi Ahmad, the greatest footballer this country has ever produced, mm-hmm. and you took over from him, not just mm-hmm. anybody, but from from the greatest sports person this country has ever produced until Joseph Schooling. How intimidating was that at the time? <laughs> she um, doesn't seem like the kind of no, person no, that's, that's going to be too intimidated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the mud you're taking over from. And you've, and you've yeah. just said you've, you've made it explode. Yeah. No, I'm looking at Ronaldo and Messi and Fandi. I want my son to be a a world-class player. I'm not just looking. No, Fandi is fantastic. Uh, Fandi could be a role model, but then we are also forgetting 
lots of children in this generation don't know what we went through for soccer. So lots of them don't know Fandi. They know Harisharun. Mm. So, you know, things have evolved and I'm just going to go with that. See, that's the I want to create the new star. That's the attitude right there. Josie Schooling and Josie Schooling's mother used to say the same yeah. thing. Don't worry about the Singapore best swimmers. Don't worry about local school events or sea games. You've got to think bigger. You've got yeah, to think big. global. So do you ever, do you ever talk to Fandi Ahmad and say, hey, I'm better than you. I bested you. I, I took. I got 500 kids now. You only had 150. I'm better than Fundy Ahmad. <laughs> oh, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> I think he's got the bigger job to do with after the kids. Yeah, he has to take yes, over. Yes, he has to take up. over after we have done right? with the kids. He needs Turn to take over. National stars. Oh well, our, our thanks to Radhika Radhakrishnan, I'm the CFO of F17 Academy, and Shah Anis, coach and head of the Tots uh, at F17. Radhika, where can people find more information about uh, F17? Okay, we are very active on our Facebook and Instagram, which is F17 Academy. Mm. Other than that, uh, you can look into our website, which is www.f17.com.sg. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.